Hello, I'm your host, Charlie, from Southern California. Welcome to Think Dance, a podcast whose mission is to promote dance as a way to manage and improve health. Welcome to today's episode of Think Dance. This is the fourth and last in a series of four episodes with Emma Redder. She's a senior at Santa Clara University studying neuroscience and theater arts with an emphasis in dance and a biology minor. She was kind enough to take time out of her busy schedule to talk to me. During this time, she was busy preparing for her finals week and graduation. If you haven't listened to the first three episodes with Emma, be sure to listen to those first and then come back to this episode as I continue talking with Emma. So do you think in general dancers are not recognized within the media or like popular culture? I think there's a new rise of it because social media and online presence of dance has really increased the accessibility to dance. Mm -hmm. Typical concert dance is relatively inaccessible due to tickets and location and it, it very much so is has been noted for like certain people to attend. Right, right. I think online distribution, especially during lockdown and stuff, was really awesome because people that have never seen dance suddenly could. Mm. Even the rise of like TikTok and people learning dances off of that. Right, right. That, that's a different. So I think there's kind of like a more accessibility component. Mm-hmm. I will say dancers, they can be in underappreciated scenarios. It just depends on the the company and the contract. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize how much dance is like involved in things. Like, you know, if you look at like a jean commercial, Uh only dancers hired. Right, right. Um, And so people just kind of overlook it because it is also an industry but it's also just like a cultural thing like think Mm -hmm. about how the events are centered around dance and movement Mm -hmm. that no one even thinks of culturally specific dances so i think dance is a fun thing where everyone can like see themselves in it but that means sometimes when it comes to like higher education and stuff like that people often denote it as much of the arts as just like a frivolous thing Mm. instead of something that has a true value to society. But that's just, that's the whole thing with the arts in general. That's not exclusive to dance. Right. So do you think people equate like dance, like as a form of art to like, you know, painting or like something, something similar, but not similar at the same time? Yeah. I think at the same time, I think people in their lifetime have less experience with dance education because visual art and music art has been heavily integrated into the public school system. Mm. And dance has been in certain areas. California is one of them that there is a lot more dance within the school system, but it's kind of, it can be, I don't know. There's a lot of times people, it's like, it's the aside, it's the, Oh, and dance. Mm. I think it just depends on your location. There's lots of places that like dance is like a thing and it's mm. very, so everyone is aware of it but yeah it all falls into that um category so have you explored any dance like internet have you taken any classes like internationally i have not i have like i've had teachers that have taught internationally and they mm-hmm. taught me but i have been pretty 
like stuck in my bubble. I grew up in, I grew up in Colorado and mm-hmm. then I obviously danced in California for a few years. So there are many, like my scope of dance while I'm knowledgeable in my scope is so limited compared to the vast array of forms of dance that are totally out there that mm-hmm. in some ways I have no knowledge of. Right. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Yeah. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Wish you the best of luck this week with your exams. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. While Emma was in school, she was also conducting research and trying to find the answers to the following questions. Do dance classes affect working memory, executive function, and or emotion? Is there a difference in the results of the cognitive tests correlated with the type of dance class intervention? Does previous dance experience, i.e. years of training, affect cognitive task performance? While her work is not ready for publication yet, she did say that I could share the overall conclusions to her research, which were the following. The digit span backwards task scores did not differ before and after the class, suggesting that one hour of dance instruction does not have a significant impact on working memory measured by the task. Participants in dance classes perceive more positive emotions and less negative emotions after class independent of the type of dance class. I appreciate Emma taking the time to speak with me and for allowing me to share her findings of her research. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Think Dance podcast. If you like what you just heard, please pass along my web address, thinkdance.life, to your friends and family. Join me next time for another episode of the Think Dance podcast.